Thank you, boys and girls, and uh, Holly, for helping us with that important part of our worship. And we want to send you off to children in worship time now, where you're going to learn more about God's word, about Jesus, and why he had to come for us, and why he did come. Los niños ya van al tiempo de niños en adoración. That's a time for children up to fifth grade. So parents, if you're here for the first time, please feel free to head back there. You'll see where they are. They will be in a great place, in great hands for uh, this time. And I also want to encourage you to have a Bible handy. And if you don't have one, there are Bibles in the back that you can use. Hay Biblias detrás en español para los que quieran uh, o en sus teléfonos. I invite you to get those out. And right now we're going to be looking at God's Word together. We've been in this series talking about the light of the nations, how Jesus fulfills that prediction. Uh, estamos mirando como Jesús la luz de las naciones. And again, Today we're looking into the prophet Isaiah, scriptures written at least 800 years before Jesus' coming. And so our scripture today is from Isaiah chapter 12, and we're going to read verses 1 through 6. Vamos a mirar Isaías capítulo 12, versículos 1 al 6. In fact, it's the whole chapter. It's a small chapter, but we're going to read it all. I'd like to read it first in Spanish, and then we'll read the passage in English, and I invite you just to be looking for different things and listening for different things that God would show you and me through this time together. Voy a leer el pasaje primero en español y luego en inglés. Let's receive the word of God. Recibamos la palabra de Dios. En aquel día tú dirás, Señor, yo te alabaré. Aunque te hayas enojado conmigo, tu ira se ha calmado y me has dado consuelo. Dios es mi salvación. Confiaré en Él y no temeré. El Señor es mi fuerza, el Señor es mi canción, Él es mi salvación. Con alegría sacarán ustedes agua de las fuentes de la salvación. En aquel día se dirá, alaben al Señor, invoquen su nombre, den a conocer entre los pueblos sus obras, proclamen la grandeza de su nombre, canten salmos al Señor porque ha hecho maravillas, que esto se dé a conocer en toda la tierra, canta y grita de alegría habitante de Sion. Realmente es grande en medio de ti el santo de Israel. In that day, you will say, I will praise you, O Lord. Although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away and you have comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. In that day, you will say, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known among the nations what he has done, and proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel among you. That's the end of our reading of God's word. So it's coming, right? Ya viene. In uh, approximately 13 days, 14 hours more or less, in 13 días, 14 horas. What am I talking about? Christmas Day, of course, right? Now, if you're shopping, you know that. Ya son 14 días más o menos hasta la Navidad. I wish the children were here. If we had asked them how many days were left for Christmas, they would have told us exactly how many, right? Los niños ya saben esto. The kids are counting the days, and maybe some of us are too, because, yeah, it's a good thing. Uh, you know, we usually do count the days when we're anticipating 
something good. Uh, contamos los días cuando anticipamos algo bueno. Young couples, for good reasons, count the days before their wedding day. And they're excited about that. Las parejas cuentan los días antes de su boda con, con, con mucho ánimo. Uh, we count the days for other things. Uh, if you're working hard, what are you doing? You're counting the days until your next vacation. Contamos los días para las próximas vacaciones. Or, or maybe you're counting the days to your next birthday. I'm at a stage in life where I typically don't do that anymore. But, you know, if you're younger, it's like, yeah, I can't wait until I'm, you know, 30. Well, maybe not. Anyway, we count the days, right? Contamos los días hasta el eh, próximo cumpleaños que tenemos. My wife and I, we, we count days too. You know, right now we're kind of counting the days until we get to see our son and daughter-in-law again. And it's been a while. Estamos contando los días mi esposa y yo hasta que veamos a mi hijo y nuera. So we, we count the days and, and there's something about that that uh, creates a sense of excitement, of expectation, and yes, longing. We're desiring something better. Estamos anticipando hasta anhelando algo mejor. Now, we don't tend to count the days for unpleasant things. No contamos los días para cosas desagradables. I don't know about you, but I'm not counting the days until my next doctor's appointment or my, my next dentist appointment. I don't typically do that. No cuento los días hasta la próxima cita del dentista o del doctor. Right? You're not counting the days till you get to file your income tax. Oh, whoopee, right? No, you're not doing that. No están contando los días para, para pagar los impuestos. I mean, who of us is at home saying, I just can't wait for the electric bill to come. I can't wait, you know, for the water bill to come. I'm counting the days. No way. We don't do that. No contamos los días hasta que llegue la factura de la luz o del agua. No. We count the days for what counts. We count the days to what is, for what is important to us. Contamos los días para lo que cuenta, lo que es importante. Well, here in this passage from Isaiah chapter 12, we find a very interesting phrase that is repeated twice. I don't know if you noticed it. Hay una frase aquí en Isaías 12 que se repite. It says simply, in that day, en aquel día, in that day. In aquel día, it's found in verse 1 at the very beginning and at the beginning of verse 4. Está en el 1 y en el 4. In that day, en aquel día. As you read this, you almost get the sense that the prophet Isaiah is, is looking ahead and he's anticipating something. He's, he's counting the days. He's looking forward to something good. Isaías está anticipando algo bueno, contando los días. Well, what is he counting the days for? ¿Para qué cuenta los días? Well, to answer that, what I'd like to do is back up a little bit because Bible scholars show that this is not the first time this phrase appears in Isaiah. Let's just turn the page backwards. Vamos para atrás. And if we go to Isaiah 10, verse 20, Isaiah 10, 20, we find that phrase again. In that day, the remnant of Israel will no longer rely on him who struck them down, but will rely truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. So in that day, people will truly trust in God. We'll go on to chapter 10, verse 20. There we find it again. It pops up. In that day, 
Their burden will be lifted from your shoulders. Their yoke from your neck. En aquel día esa carga se te quitará de los hombros. What burden? The burden of Israel's enemies. You're not going to be oppressed, weighed down by your enemies anymore in that day. En aquel día no van a vivir la opresión de los enemigos. We keep going. Chapter 11, verse 10, 11-10. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will rally to him, and his place of rest will be glorious. En aquel día se alzará la raíz de Isaí como estandarte de los pueblos. Hacia él correrán las naciones, y glorioso será el lugar donde repose. Wow, this is, what is this talking about? What's this root of Jesse? ¿Qué es la raíz de Isaí? Well, Jesse was the father of Israel's great king David. Isaí era padre del rey David de Israel. And this is talking about the father of the father of Israel's greatest king. Es el padre del padre del rey más grande de Israel. Well, the root of Jesse, that father, is God himself. God, the root of Jesse, in that day will come and, and be present as a banner and the whole world will come to him. Dios mismo estará presente en ese día y, y, y el mundo vendrá a él. Go on to chapter 11, verse 11. Once, once. In that day, the Lord will reach out his hand a second time to re reclaim the remnant that is left of his people. From where? From Assyria, Egypt, from Babylonia, from various places, from the ends of the earth. En aquel día, el Señor volverá a extender su mano para recuperar al remanente de su pueblo de Asiria, Egipto, Babilonia, de otros lugares. So God's going to bring all the people back in that day. And then we come to chapter 12, verse 1. Luego, capítulo 12, versículo 1. In that day you will say, I will praise you, O Lord, Although you were angry with me, your anger is turned away and you have comforted me. En aquel día tú dirás, Señor, yo te alabaré aunque te hayas enojado conmigo. Tu ira se ha calmado y me has dado consuelo. In that day when God takes away the burden of enemies and when people rely on him and when God stands in the world and people rally to him, in that day God's anger will be turned away. He will forgive and comfort his people. En aquel día cuando Dios está en la tierra va a perdonar su pueblo y ya no estará enojado con ellos. And then we come to verse 2. In that day you will say, verse 2, surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord is my strength and my song. He's become my salvation. Aquel día tú dirás dos. Dios es mi salvación. Confiaré y no temeré. El Señor es mi fuerza. El Señor es mi canción. Él es mi salvación. You're going to sing in that day. Van a cantar. What are you going to sing? You're going to sing this song. The Lord is my strength and my song. He's become my salvation. El Señor es mi cántico. Él es mi salvación. That's not a new song. It's an old song. It's an old song that goes all the way back to a different time. Es una canción vieja. It goes back to Exodus chapter 15, verse 2. Exodus 15, 2. It goes back to that day in the past 
When God delivered the people of Israel out of Egypt and he took them through the Red Sea, he parted the Red Sea, Dios liberó el pueblo de Egipto, partió la, las aguas del Mar Rojo, and he sank Pharaoh's army in the Red Sea. Hundió al ejército de, del faraón en el Mar Rojo. And when God did that great thing back in the day, the people sang a song. What did they sing? Exodus 15, 2. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Cantaron el Señor es mi fuerza, mi canción. Él es mi salvación. That's the song they sang. And Isaiah is saying, in that day in the future, they're going to sing the song that they sang back then because that day in the future is going to be like another exodus. It's going to be like another deliverance out of the hands of slavery and Pharaoh in that day. Aquel día van a cantar la misma canción porque aquel día será un éxodo como aquel día detrás. It's going to be marvelous. And then, Isaiah 12, verse 3. Go back to Isaiah 12, verse 3. Follow me, please, because this is important. Isaiah 12, 3 says, In that day with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. En aquel día con alegría sacarán ustedes aguas, agua de la fuente de la salvación. Again, this is connecting the future to the past. Es una conexión del futuro con el pasado. What's the connection? Well, the connection is this. In Exodus 15, 22, after the people came through the Red Sea, after they sang, the Lord is my strength and my song, they hit a wall. For three days, they went through the desert with no water. Después que Dios los rescató, tres días no tuvieron agua en el desierto. They were thirsty. And they came to this place called Mara. And there was water, yay. Oh, not so good. The water was undrinkable. It was bitter. Llegaron a Mará y el agua estaba amarga. And pretty soon, not only was the water bitter, but the people became bitter. God, what in the world are you doing with us? They started to complain. They started to grumble. La gente se quejó con Dios porque el agua estaba amarga. And so God did something. In Exodus 15, 25, then Moses cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, and the water became sweet. Moisés clamó al Señor y le mostró un pedazo de madera, el cual le echó Moisés al agua, y al instante el agua se volvió dulce. God provided a big piece of wood. Moses threw it into the water, and the people were able to drink it was a well of salvation. It was a well of healing for them. Moisés echó el agua, la madera al agua, y pudieron tomar de la fuente de la salvación. And out of that test, God tested the people. He says, you need to remember one thing about me. In Exodus 15, 26, he says, you need to remember, I am the Lord who heals you. Heals slash saves you. Yo soy el Señor que les devuelve la salud, la salvación. And then after that, it says they went even further. They went on down the road and they found an oasis with 12 springs of water, not just one, with 70 palm trees. It was a place called Elim. And they said, we can hang out here for a while. And they camped in Elim. 
where they could dwell and they could draw from the waters of salvation. Después se acamparon en Elim, un lugar, un oasis con doce manantiales de agua y setenta palmeras. You see what's going on here? Isaiah is making a connection from that day into the past to that day in the future. And he's saying that day in the future is going to be like that day. Because the bitterness that you've been through, the hardship is going to become something sweet. And the result will be joy. La amargura del pasado va a ser algo, va a convertirse en algo dulce y van a tomar agua de las fuentes de la salvación. You with joy will draw water from the wells of salvation. And that's not all. Isaiah chapter 12 verse 4. In that day you will say, give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known among the nations what he's done. Proclaim that his name is exalted. En aquel día se dirá, alaben al Señor, invoquen su nombre, den a conocer entre los pueblos sus obras, proclamen la grandeza de su nombre. In that day not only will you rejoice, not only will you be filled with joy, you're going to want to expand the circle of joy. You're going to proclaim to the entire nations, all the world, what God has done. Your song will not just be for you, it will be for them. Van a expandir el círculo de la alegría para proclamar a las naciones lo que Dios ha hecho. Look at verse 5. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Canten salmos al Señor, porque ha hecho maravillas que eso se dé a conocer en toda la tierra. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion. For great is the Holy One among you. Canta y grita alegría, habitante de Sion, realmente grande en medio de ti, el Santo de Israel. What is Isaiah looking forward to? He is looking forward to that day. When the people will fully rely on God, when their burdens will be lifted, when they will truly see the root of Jesse come up and rally to him, and the whole world's going to know about it, and God will gather up his people because God, the Holy One, will be standing in their midst. Dios va a congregar a su pueblo y el Santo Israel estará en todo el mundo. That's what's going to happen in that day. Eso es lo que va a pasar. In what day? In qué día? In the day of the Lord's coming. En la venida del Señor. This is the day when God Himself will be present to shine to all the nations. And it will change everything. Es cuando Dios aparece y brilla ante las naciones. The day that Isaiah is looking forward to is a day when the root of Jesse will begin as a seed planted in a virgin woman. And that root of Jesse will grow up. La, la semilla, la semilla de, de este, uh, esta raíz de Isaiah va a estar plantada en una virgen. And through that process, God is going to provide a piece of wood to deal with the bitterness of sin in our world. Dios va a proveer una madera para tratar con el pecado. That piece of wood 
is the cross. Where the root of Jesse will be nailed is la cruz. For three days, count them, three days, the light of the world will be hidden and the hope of the world will be hidden. But on the third day, he will rise again and shine as a light. And the effect of that will be what? It will be joy. Después de tres días, resucitará y brillará y traerá alegría. What's Isaiah looking forward to? It's what we can look back to. He's looking forward to the coming of Jesus, the Savior. Está anticipando la venida de Jesús el Salvador. Jesus, Jesus is that light of the nations who turns the bitter water of our sin and suffering into a fountain of everlasting life. Jesús es la luz que trae la alegría y nos convierte el pecado amargo en algo dulce. This is the good news of the gospel that we're being shown here. And I think it is something that we can take to heart this morning. Because, <clears throat> I don't know about you, but my assessment is that we live in a world where joy is hard to come by. No hay mucho, mucha alegría en nuestro mundo. The world is kind of a, a joyless desert from day to day. Now, I'm not saying there's no happiness in the world or there's no pleasure in the world. There's lots of pleasure in the world. Sinful pleasure, yes, there's happiness. Hay mucha felicidad y mucho placer en el mundo, but what's the definition of pleasure? Pleasure is something temporary. You have pleasure for a moment, and then it's gone. Viene placer y se va. Happiness is where you have satisfaction in life for a little while, but then that changes rather quickly. La felicidad viene y se va. And we spend our lives looking for pleasure, looking for happiness, and we're looking for something that's sustainable, but there's absolutely nothing on this earth that can do that. No relationship, no substance, no achievement, no amount of money can give you that. A happiness and a pleasure that is enduring. El placer no perdura, aunque busquemos eso en la droga o las adicciones, en las personas, en el dinero, sea lo que sea. We look for it in all kinds of places. So yeah, there's pleasure in the world. Yeah, there's happiness, but it's transitory. There's a lot of nostalgia in our world. Hay mucha nostalgia en el mundo. You know what nostalgia is? It's remembering a pleasure in the past and remembering a happiness in the past, and being sad that you don't have that anymore. La nostalgia recordar un placer del pasado y ya estás triste porque ya no lo tienes. But the reality is, is that nostalgia in the past, pleasure and happiness in the present are not enough to give us what we do really want, which is lasting fulfillment. We're hungry for something bigger than that. We're, we're desiring something greater than that. La nostalgia del pasado, del placer del presente, no nos pueden dar algo duradero, uh, un contentamiento duradero. We need something bigger. We need joy. Hay que tener la alegría. 
Why? Because you see, joy is the anticipation of a coming blessing that can truly satisfy us. La alegría es anticipar algo que nos puede satisfacer. Joy, in a sense, is feeding on eternity in the present moment. It's, it's looking into the future and drawing into the present moment a promised blessing that can give us life. La alegría es mirar la eternidad y alimentarnos de ella ahora. Author C.S. Lewis put it this way. He says, all joy in life emphasizes our pilgrim status. In other words, it reminds us that what we're going through here is temporary. La alegría subraya nuestra condición de peregrinos, que todo es transitorio. Joy, he says, awakens desire, but a particular kind of desire. La alegría despierta un deseo. And then I, this last phrase he says, I, I kind of need to unpack it. He said, our best havings are wantings. Nuestras mejores posesiones son deseos. What's he saying? He's saying, the only real thing you can have in this life, the only th real thing that you can possess in this life comes out of a desire for God. What you can only truly possess in this life is a desire and a connection with God. Lo que puedes poseer en esta vida solamente es un deseo y una conexión con Dios. That can sustain you on the hard days. That can sustain you when life is not fair or fun to know that in that day, God is going to deal with this. In that day, God is going to make it right because God has come into our day through Jesus. Eso nos puede sostener cuando la vida nos va mal, que Jesús ha venido. So, what am I saying through this? I'm saying that what, what the prophet Isaiah is saying is that it is possible for you and me to navigate in the desert of this life in a sense living out of an oasis of joy. Podemos vivir en un oasis de la alegría. And that oasis is not a place. It's not an experience. That oasis, that elim that we're looking for is a person. It's Jesus Christ. El elim que buscamos es una persona, es Jesucristo. Jesus is the light that brings us the joy that we need. Longing for Jesus is having Jesus in a very real sense. And having Jesus is joy. It's a joy that the sufferings and the difficulties and the sadness of life cannot take from us. Anhelar a Jesús es tener a Jesús, tener a Jesús es tener una alegría que nada malo en el mundo nos puede quitar. And I truly believe that the gospel is this, that God offers to every follower of Jesus Christ, every Christian, an elim of joy through an ongoing, interactive, vibrant, real-time relationship with Jesus Christ. That's our oasis. La oasis que Dios nos ofrece es una relación interactiva y viva con Jesucristo. 
That is a place you can go and you can live out of that place as a Christian at any moment. No matter what's happening around you, you can live out of that place of being connected to Jesus Christ who is the fountain of joy. He is that fountain of joy we can drink of. In fact, in John chapter 4, 14, Jesus talked to a woman by the well. Juan 4, 14, Jesus habló con la mujer samaritana junto al pozo. Listen to what he said to her. He says, whoever drinks the water I give will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up into eternal life. El que beba del agua que yo le daré no volverá a tener sed jamás, sino que dentro de él esa agua se convertirá en un manantial del que brotará vida eterna. Jesus is that sweet fountain of life that we can drink from every single moment of the day, no matter what we're going through. Podemos tomar de la fuente de Jesús. So with that in mind, with this truth, I want to ask a question for you this morning. And the question is, what are you waiting for? What are you looking forward to? ¿Qué están anticipando? For what are you counting the days? ¿Para qué cuentan los días? Christmas reminds us, Christmas tells us what we should be counting the days for. La Navidad nos dice de qué debemos contar los días. You know what we should be counting the days for? The return of Jesus Christ. El retorno de Cristo. Why? Because in that day, as the children read for us, there will be no more tears, no more death, no more suffering, no more sin, no more pain. All those things will be in the past. En aquel día ya no habrá ni llanto, ni muerte, ni dolor. In that day, we will experience the joy of the Lord like never before. Now, here's the problem. We can count the days till Jesus returns, but we don't know when he's coming back. Right? So how do you count the days? ¿Cómo contar los días hasta el retorno de Jesús cuando no sabemos cuándo vuelve? We don't count how many are left. We just count up another one, right? Every day is another day closer to that day. Cada día es un día más cerca de aquel día. I know I've shared it before, but it, it, it's, it's true. My story, every morning when I wake up, <clears throat> no matter what I'm facing in the day, uh, whether the day is something I'm dreading, or it's something I'm looking forward to, whether I'm going through a good time, whether I'm happy or whether I'm really not happy, every morning when, when my alarm goes off, one of the first things I do is I'm still in bed here and I say to myself, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Cada día cuando me despierto me digo, ese es el día que hizo el Señor, voy a alegrarme y regocijarme en él. Why do I do that? It's a way of counting the day and saying, this is another one. And it's a way of saying, I'm going to choose joy today. I'm going to choose to dwell in that space with me and Jesus as I go through this day. No matter what's around me. Voy a estar con Jesús en este día. Voy a, voy a eh, habitar con Él. 
And then it's a way of saying, that's what I need to do continually through the day. Uh, through the day, there may be moments where I can say, okay, yeah, joy. Oh man, this just happened. Oh man, I got to get this done. Oh man, I feel under pressure with this, that, or the other thing. Yeah, but I got Jesus. He's with me. There's another old song that I love it that says it this way. Be, be thou my vision, the old hymn. It says, thou my best thought by day or by night. Waking or sleeping, thy presence, my light. Dice un himno viejo, tú mi mejor pensamiento de día o de noche, despierto, dormido, tu presencia mi luz. What's it saying? It says the best thought you and I could have at any point of the day, the best thought we could ever have is Jesus and what he's done and what he's going to do. El mejor pensamiento es Jesús, lo que hizo y lo que hará. Thinking on Jesus is being with Jesus. And being with Jesus is joy. It's joy that the world can't take from you. Pensar en Jesús es estar con Jesús y estar con Jesús es la alegría. And so I believe that the prophet here this morning is encouraging us to count the days. Not just to Christmas, but beyond. And I want to invite you this week, invite us all really to enter the week and to look for those oasis points in every day. Those oasis points where you're thinking on Jesus, desiring Jesus, rejoicing in the Lord. And to help us practice that, to get ready for the week, we're going to sing some songs with joy. Not happiness, joy. Because you may come in here today saying, I'm discouraged, life stinks, I'm having a hard time. I get it. You can still have joy today. So I'm going to invite the worship team to come up. Voy a invitar al equipo de alabanza para que se pongan enfrente. Vamos a cantar. We're going to sing some songs. And I want to encourage you and me to be stretching the spiritual muscle of joy in our hearts. It is a fruit of the Holy Spirit's presence in our lives. La alegría es fruto del Espíritu Santo en nuestra vida. So let's enter into the Lord's presence with joy because you see Jesus is the light that brings us joy. Jesús es la luz que nos trae la alegría. Let's pray. Lord, it is easy just to look at what is immediately around us to think that this is all there is. But you've got something better and greater coming. Tú tienes algo mejor y más grande para nosotros. Heavenly Father, I want to pray that we might experience the joy of recognizing you, Jesus. You're not a doctrine. You're not a character from the past. You're not a story. You are a real living person. You are the Son of God Almighty with us by your Spirit. Que podamos reconocer, Jesús, que tú no solo eres una doctrina o un personaje del pasado, pero eres una persona viva, viva y real que estás con nosotros ahora mismo. Help us to walk in that oasis, that elim of your presence this week. Que podamos caminar en el oasis, el elim de tu presencia esta semana. And thank you, Jesus, that you come to bring us joy. Gracias por venir, por traernos la alegría. It's in your name we pray. Amen.